Hey everyone, I just wanted to share a recent success story I just heard about. Six months ago, Dr. Dushant Patel of Sumner Dental Group in Tennessee reached out to Relevance Marketing because he wasn't receiving a whole lot of traffic from his website or anything online. Relevance expanded the online presence by listing the dental office in all the online directories with consistent information, which is super important, fixing any errors, along with redesigning his website using content that Google upranks, all the while keeping aesthetics and search keywords in mind. They then began to publish blogs and information relevant to dentistry using the search keywords for their area. Now, in just a few months, Sumner Dental was in position number one or number two on the Google Map Pack and organic listings for almost every single dental keyword. They saw an 88.9% increase in phone calls as well as 115% increase in interactions with their Google business profile. Now, if you think having your phone ring almost twice as often with new patients could really change your practice, well, you're right. If you're looking for a transparent, no contracts, no BS, and results-driven online marketing program, look no further than RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. It's who I've been using for almost five years. Can't say enough good things about them. Hey, mention the Dental Practice Heroes podcast and you'll get your first month free. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to schedule your free demo today. That's www.RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Edgison. I hope you're having a happy Memorial Day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this weekend and holiday with your family and getting ready to kick off an amazing summer. Hey, special shout out to Dr. Hanul O, who left a review for my new book, Dental Practice Hero 2. He said, I finished listening to to the audio version in one day on my way to Canada and had to purchase his physical copy. So I can actually sit down and implement his strategies for my office as I'm looking to work less and spend more time with family and friends. This definitely opened my eyes and helped me see from another perspective. I highly recommend it. Can't wait to implement in the near future. Thank you so much, Anil, for that review. I really appreciate it. I just got back from another daddy-daughter weekend. This time it was with my youngest, my seven-year-old, who out of anywhere in the U.S. she could go to, wanted to go see the birthplace and museum for Helen Keller, who she loves reading about and everything about her story. So we flew out to Huntsville, Alabama. We drove out to Tuscumbia, and it was a really cool trip. And I mean, she's seven. I'm going to post some pictures on my podcast, Instagram, dentalpracticeheroes.podcast, just to show that, as you might have expected, we were not the usual demographic of people visiting the Helen Keller Museum. I actually don't think there was anyone within 25 years of my age, and that's 41. So, But it was great. It was a really cool thing to see, very interesting, and she absolutely loved it, and we had a great time. So here we are. My topic today is that we're at the end of the school year. We got new dental grads entering the workforce. And as a listener of the podcast, you might know the sexy six. And my final question is always, what are three pieces of advice for a new grad or soon-to-be graduate? So here are my three at the time. These are always changing depending on what day you ask me, but this is the three I came up with today. Number one, dentistry is hard. It can be brutal at times. It's draining. Patients are mean. Bosses are mean. Coworkers are mean. (laughs) They can be mean, I guess. The actual dentistry is difficult and unpredictable and No matter how hard you try or how well of a job you do, you are going to upset patients and you're going to upset people around you. And people in general just kind of suck sometimes. 
But there's so much to dentistry that's awesome. And I think it's important that you just have to build that thick skin and the way of communicating with people that doesn't allow those things to get to you. Now, first of all, with patients, don't be afraid to give the refund. Don't be afraid to address the issue that they're having or the, what they're upset about. I mean, if you have a patient that's being short or rude to you or you're sensing that they're upset with you, ask them, I feel like you're upset with me. Is that true? And they'll tell you. And you need to always respond with empathy and that you understand what they mean. And it doesn't matter if you're right or if the patient's wrong. I promise you, your life will be so much better if you just make the patient happy. Ask them, hey, I am willing to do whatever it is to make this right for you. What do you think is fair? And then just do it for them and you'll have a happy patient and the conflict is over. What most people do is they defend themselves and they do what they think is right, like not refunding the patient when they don't feel like they're wrong. And then they get so pissed when this patient keeps popping up on Facebook forums to bash them every time someone's asking for a local dentist or a recommendation. You just got to let it go. You got to be done with it. Make the patient happy. And at the same time, realize that you're making yourself happier as the conflict's over and you can move on with your life. A unhappy patient will make your life miserable for much longer as opposed to just making them happy in the moment. Don't be afraid to give the refund. Don't be afraid to hesitate from defending yourself. It doesn't matter. Just make the patient happy. Now, as for dealing with team conflict, same thing. Address it. Don't let it fester. Have some real, honest conversations with your team. And you will get what you tolerate and respect it's earned. It is not a privilege. You have to earn it. So do the right thing for people. Don't ever think that you're above anyone or anything. And don't be afraid to ask somebody. You know, it seems like something's wrong. Are you upset with me about something? I've had to ask this to team members so many times because, and then they'll tell me something. I'm like, man, I didn't realize I did that. I'm so sorry. But ask that question. Find out if people are upset with you and ask for forgiveness. And just like before, just forgo that need to be right. Just rectify the relationship. Your life will be so much better for doing so. Like, I would feel so shitty if I had like these relationships in my life where people are just upset with me all the time and we just don't get along and we're forced to see each other. Same thing with patients. Like, I hate when... We've had a patient recently at the office. It wasn't somebody I saw, but I don't think we took the best care of damage control with it. And I see the negative review. And then I see that somebody screenshots it and sends it to me on one of their local Facebook forums. And it pisses me off because like I got into the situation very late into the patient being upset and it was beyond the point of repair at that point, but it still upsets me. So I just wish we could have taken care of that person better. So all right, second piece of advice, take CE and ask questions. When you graduate, you're going to have so many things that happen clinically where you don't know how to proceed. You don't know what to do. Whenever you've got that uncertainty or anything whatsoever with a case, make sure that you get an answer. Don't settle for not having an answer to what you're wondering. So you can ask a specialist that you refer to. When you go take courses, I used to keep these things in my phone or in a notebook, like things I was wondering or cases I needed an answer about. And just go ask the speaker in between at a break or something like that. Ask people you meet at a course. Ask a Facebook forum. Although sometimes I feel like the advice in these Facebook forums is pretty shitty and people are pretty shaming there. Just always make sure that you're getting an answer. Don't settle for not having an answer to it because you can become a great clinician if you're willing to learn from mistakes and talk them over with people who have been doing it longer than you. Also with CE, you're going to make so many relationships with other dentists who you can lean on, you can call when you need it. 
as well as become a better clinician, which will make you more confident in your treatment and the way you present treatment with patients. So don't be afraid to invest in yourself. I know you're coming out of school. The loans are big. You're just starting to make money. And the last thing you want to do is go drop 5K on traveling to some course out of state. I'm just telling you, just do it. It's going to be worth it. And it's an investment in the long term and it will pay back. You will get ROI on it. And the best way to be busy at your dental office is to be able to do procedures that you normally would refer out to someone else. So learn how to do those procedures. My last piece of advice has to do with enjoying the journey. I know it's so cliche, but I can tell you that reaching that financial independence goal line is fun for like maybe six months. And then it's just business as usual. You almost miss having the goal at all. And it's really hard to wrap your mind around it. But the fun part was watching yourself grow both professionally and personally. So take the moments needed to really celebrate what you've accomplished and how far you've come. Make sure you just pause and think about it and take time off from dentistry in order to enjoy your life with your family. I promise you that whatever you feel on the happiness and fulfillment scale before you reach your financial number will be exactly how you feel after. And you have everything you need to be fulfilled right now. So appreciate everything around you. Be grateful And when you're feeling bad, truly feel it. Don't just numb it. You know, acknowledge that you aren't feeling the best and then acknowledge that it's always temporary and that you're going to feel better soon. Life is not supposed to be awesome every day and dentistry can give you some pretty bad days. So just be comfortable in that moment, acknowledge it and move on the best you can. And don't be afraid to seek out help from therapists to talk to somebody about what you're going through. I can tell you that personally for me, everything that in my fulfillment, everything in my journey with happiness, frustration, overwhelm, it was not so much a product of my environment as it was a product of the way that I was thinking about it and the way that I was dealing with it. So therapy is not only for people that are psychotic. I mean, therapy is for normal, everyday Joes, you and me. And I think everybody, I almost feel like it should be a requirement in high school as part of the curriculum that you do some therapy where you talk about your feelings and the things that are bothering you because there's no harm comes from it and there's such a stigma around it and it's funny man you talk to other people who have done therapy they'll all say the same thing but everybody is so against taking that first step it's like it's shameful like I shouldn't need therapy don't think that okay enjoy the journey make sure your mental health is great And know that no goal obtained is going to change your life or the way that you feel about it. That changes on the inside. All right. Thank you, everyone who listens to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And thanks to everybody who has left a review for the podcast or told a friend it helps the podcast grow. I really appreciate that. And you guys have an amazing summer. We will talk to you next time.